person who has experienced the birth of a child in your own life? Most likely you are. I dare to say that there is a slight chance that you're the parent of this child. You might be even the one who gave birth to them. But that would be just one type of birth. In this podcast, I will continuously discover many kinds of birth. Like the one when it felt like sleeping for many previous years and now something has changed. And you might feel like born once again. At discovering everything for the first time. Either way, whatever your experience is, I welcome you here. I'm a mother and wife. And I am amazed by the path I've chosen. I'm a birth doula, childbirth educator, sleep consultant, and also an end-of-life or death doula. My approach is trauma-informed, evidence-based, and gender, race, age, and in any other way, inclusive. I thrive on all topics that are raw and real. In this episode, which is our second one, I will introduce you to the way I see and approach herbal medicine. I will attach a list of books that have been that have been amazing source for my discoveries. I will breathe a little, and then I will talk a bit. I hope you enjoy this episode, and if you stay till the very end, you will discover something new about me. One interesting fact about my life. So sit back. I hope you have something nice in your cup and enjoy. love to start this episode by just um, acknowledging the power of being able to breathe lightly and uh, I, I wish to point out that um, for the last couple of months I've discovered that nasal breathing is so important. I've read couple of books about it and I've spoken to a good few people and uh, it seems it seems that this long forgotten skill it um, it needs to be spoken about more because what we see around us uh, is a lot of people with allergies and nervous, like I mean the anxiety levels <laughs> around us, especially in the last year or so, they're skyrocketing. So, um, we'll, I'll explain two exercises and I'll, I'll guide you through them and uh, I hope you'll find them very helpful. I most definitely have find them very helpful situations. So the first one uh, is the exercise that I learned uh, as um, 
as I was training for my, uh, <laughs> I can't call it qualification because I haven't done like years and years of education in this field, but I am a trauma-informed birth professional. And as I was doing this course, um, I learned this exercise. So um, let's just breathe in through our nose and whatever feels comfortable. The best is to breathe until your belly feels full and then let it kind of the out breath will take care of it itself, don't worry about it. So the exercise is called checking in. And uh, what you do is plain and simple. You sit back if you can, straighten your back as much as you can and it should feel as there is a, this kind of ribbon <laughs> uh, tied into your top of the head and um, it pulls upwards. So you sit back as straight as possible and then you look to your left and observe every single tiny detail that's on your left just take it in, observe, and be okay with it. It might be a messy sight, <laughs> but just take it in as it is, and then slowly turn your head to your right, and again, Try to breathe through your nose and observe everything that you can see on your right. I know if it doesn't make too much of a trouble, then look back and again pay attention to everything you see behind you and remember you're okay with whatever you see it's all right you're safe and it's all good and you're here and the last place we are going to look at is the front <laughs> look what's in front of you and again you're grounded you're safe you're here and keep observing pay attention to detail like probably you never had before to some specific areas if that's a place you spend a lot of time and probably you just just discovered this corner as you never saw it before. So that's the first exercise. We'll pause a little here. I'll come back with a second one.
and um, the second exercise will be um, uh, I'm sure you've heard <laughs> if not then here it is it's called box breathing or uh, in some some uh, practices there's also <coughs> a rectangular breathing but I'll describe the the first and the the easiest version of it <clears throat> and it's um, it's simple so what you do preferably through your nose you breathe in count to four And hold your breath and count to four. Then exhale and count to four. And hold your breath again, count to four. Not stress enough um, in how many situations lately these 16 seconds the initial 16 seconds and then I continue up to like three to five minutes how much they've helped and rectangular breathing would be when you for example inhale for four seconds and then exhale for six and you can pause in between for a few seconds again but that's up to you so here it is I hope you have a chance to try it out you can try it obviously anywhere <laughs> waiting in a queue which is not that frequent lately but still <clears throat> even jogging or, um, reading a book anytime so thank you for participating if you did in uh, those first two exercises uh, I hope you you had fun practicing them and I hope you will put them in good use and and soon future and I'll um I'll just have a look at a few more let me know if you like to learn some more of these simple and helpful exercises to explore and calm your nervous system when it's much needed and so um, now about the main topic of today which is gonna be really short I thought I will want to talk about a lot, but I think I'll um, add a list of the books that I've uh, that I own or I've read before, and that uh, I think they're amazing <clears throat> in a way of uh, showing what herbs and herbal medicine can 
can show to us how the herbs can teach us many about them skills. So, as you can probably tell, <laughs> I live in a quite a quiet place. Um, the nearest village would be five kilometers from uh, the place we live, me and my family. So, and one of the main reasons we moved here initially was to grow stuff, to grow our own uh, food. That was the big goal. But we obviously we have started with some herbs and uh, some teas, and um, I have I think since I remember myself, I always I was amazed by uh, wild plants and uh, the medicine that. Uh, is available for us if we just uh, know what to look for and if we are um, in a position to gather it that herbs are the plants are whatever way you call them so um, I'm not going into too much too much specifics because I'm not um, chemist and I'm not uh, I feel I'm not old enough yet and I'm not old enough I don't have enough experience yet to talk about the subject in depth but what I can tell with my recent discovery is that uh, if you wish to find a herb that heals you in some way then um, most likely you will need to do your research and go and find it and pick it yourself. And uh, how I came to this thought was um, that uh, I, I love to gather teas and I love to give them as presents and uh, many friends or family members who don't have a chance to pick those teas themselves, they appreciate it, and they, um, especially during the winter time. But what I sense lately is that um, there's more power if you, if you are able to do the research and go and gather the herbs yourself. And I know it for myself, like firsthand, I know it for myself. Um, I could tell just, <laughs> just a little um, example, when I was expecting my third child, uh, my iron levels uh, during the third trimester went down to 9.3 or even 9.2. And uh, for those who don't know, the normal level would be around 12-ish. <laughs> so need needless to say, the, the medical personnel was a bit worried and they freaked out and they said that... Uh, if uh, the numbers go down, even lower, then it, it's it's quite possible that I will need to be inpatient in that particular maternity hospital. I did not want that to happen, and I honestly, I uh, we ate meat and we ate leafy greens and everything, so I I'm clueless why it happened, but. Uh, Long story short, 
for this story is that I somehow sensed the need to drink nettle tea. And sometimes I've just ate raw nettle. <laughs> and found it everywhere in our garden. Not like everywhere. I know specific corners where it's like perfectly crunchy. And I mixed it with um, dandelion leaves. And that combination, I, I don't, I crave that type of combination. Only those two ingredients. And later on when I did my research, um, yes, those were exact herbs that uh, boosted my iron levels. And the doctors were happy and I didn't need to go inpatient and uh, it was, it all turned out great and um, the levels just after birth I have it recorded in my chart and they're 13.4 which I think is amazing <laughs> isn't it so um what else besides that um if you can um, find at least one herb that you you wish to appreciate this spring or this summer find a find a place where, where you can gather it and even if you have just one tea <laughs> it will be so much better for you and your whatever your needs whatever your particular bodily needs are it will be so much better uh, and if someone else has picked it for you even if it's organic organic or you know certified or whatever you call it just the most important thing do your research talk to knowledgeable people and study them if you can if you're able to study the chemistry behind the properties of each uh, each herb each plant so here it is So we have come to the end of this episode. Um, thank you for staying till the end. So here, as promised, there's a fun fact about me. I did study the play violin as a child for quite a few years, but I never attended a mainstream school for children who study music in general. And later on in my life, I also learned how to play guitar, cello, and cantata. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope to see you next time. Bye.